Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. Howdy, howdy, okay. fuck nut shit sticks. My name is Zachary Patton Garcia. <laughs> We're going with it, rolling with it, rolling with it. Uh, a living dead girl. Hi, I'm Ian Carlos Crawford, and her opening kill to. Wait, am I doing this right, Zach? You're, we're going with it. We're just going to go with it. <laughs> and our opening kill today is Host of Dunzo and Beyond the Blinds. I was good to you, Mikey. <laughs> My name is Troy McEady. Hi. <laughs> that was our best impression of a Rob Zombie on Gus. It was just. I'm sweating. Just I was put on the spot. I know. Yeah. Ian almost had to say faggot. He was, he was having a real hard time with that one. Um, <laughs> welcome to uh, My Bloody Judy. We are here to talk about 2007's Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween. It is. This is. This is. Uh, we're almost at the end of our, our franchise <laughs> coverage. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ian just watched the movie right before we started recording. Troy, when did you watch this one? I finished it literally five minutes ago. <laughs> we did too. We did too. Yeah. Um, we sat here. I watched it on my phone because I, I don't have like all, everything set up yet. So watched it on my phone and I paid for it. <laughs> we bought three nine paid for three ninety nine for it. Okay. <laughs> Support uh uh indie artists. <laughs> right, yeah. I illegally streamed it. Did you? Uh, on a Russian website nonetheless. Troy, you're, you're the you're the friend I need to text when I'm like I gotta watch this but I don't know if I pay for it. He probably can oh. get it for you too. Yeah, first I'm not kidding. I've got I'm, all the good sites. Back in the day, I used to be that person. Like I was like when I worked at the college because my boss was like, yeah, if there's nothing to do, watch whatever you want to watch. I don't care. And like at the time, like Netflix didn't have as much as it has, so I literally would find every site and I would watch movies that were like in the theater at my computer desk, and I'd be like. I don't care if it gets uh, whatever notice because it's my work computer. <laughs> there you go. I don't care if the FBI breaks my door down. <laughs> Troy's got it. Troy's got it. Do you know, have you ever seen the TikToks where they, they say um, never uh, search yourself on the dark web because you'll find pictures of yourself you didn't know existed? Um, that's Troy McEady. He uploads those pictures, everybody. <laughs> I am the dark web. Very connected with the dark web. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, so we've all watched this pretty recently. Let's let's do overall thoughts. What did you like? I want to know first when you saw this for the first time, kind of your reaction to it then, and your reaction to it now. Troy, that'd be you because I didn't Me? fully see it till today. Okay, um, so the, I actually saw this in theaters. I was really, really, really excited for this one. This was like a because I like Rob Zombie movies, so I was really excited to see this. And this is a really formative theater experience for me because I remember going to the, it was opening night. And this was the time that I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to fuck with an opening night horror movie ever again. Oh Cause it gosh. was, the theater was wild. Like I was a Karen that day. Being like, <laughs> Quiet! Do you not like people to be, to be loud? Ian, did you don't like that either though? No, Troy, we, uh, Zach and I were just talking about this. Cause I hate that too. Right. No, I'm like, no, 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 no. On a first watch. I no. love it. Hoot, holler, get loud, mm. scream. Yes. Because I'm going to see it a second time. No. And that's my quiet watch. Mm -mm. because you know what it's one thing to hoot and holler and have like a rocky horror picture show moment but it's another thing for people to be like she's stupid why'd she do that that's annoying you're an idiot run you're like i'm like we it's a fucking horror movie like shut up yeah. anyway 
Anyway, I love I like it. this movie. <laughs> Troy, as, Troy, as always, we are in agreement. That's a, yeah. Yes, the besties over here. Meanwhile, I am I am the teenagers hooting and hollering. You're yeah. the one being like, dumb bitch. Like, she didn't do that in the original. She didn't do it in the original. Michael Myers doesn't do that. Troy and I, Troy and I are going out to the ushers in the hallway. Like, excuse me, there is this Mexican boy who is yelling. <laughs> this was my first Halloween movie that I saw in the theaters. So this was my. I, I very much am a, a a child that came up in in the two thousands. You know, I caught all of the two thousands remakes. Those were all very formative for me. And this was this was exactly one of those. The franchise was already in my life. I loved it. So when I heard news that this was coming out, I remember they promoted the shit out of this. And 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 I do remember up on MySpace. Do you remember yeah. all over MySpace yeah. and like all of the behind the scenes videos on MTV? I remember that guy. You remember that guy who used to go to all the movie sets? Um, some MTV guy used to go to all the movie sets. Uh, it was basically the Kim Baker of MTV. TV. Um, and he, I, I remember him interviewing Scout Taylor Compton. She's like, I have big shoes to fill, but you know, I'm, I'm really excited for it. And she's just young and sweet. And um, I remember going to see this movie. I, my dad took me to see it. My dad had taken me recently before that to go see uh, uh, Devil's Rejects. And we sat through about 20 minutes of the movie and he made me get up in front of everybody, marched me out of the theater and like we, we left. Um, and I was humiliated. One of the most embarrassing moments I've ever had. So when we oh, sat God. down to watch Halloween, I said, just so you know, this is a Rob Zombie <laughs> movie and I won't leave this one. If you try to make me leave, I will sit and I will stay. You're not going to don't do that to me. You can go wait out there. And I got, oh, I got in a lot of trouble for saying that. But we sat there, we watched <laughs> the movie and it was, I was mind blown. I could not stop talking about it at school. I had to tell everybody about it. I found the work print version on the internet. I probably gave myself viruses looking for this damn work print <laughs> yeah. version because I had to show everybody, all of my friends, and it was just wonderful. It was wonderful and magical. I mean, the only thing is when Zach and I were watching Halloween 2, I realized I had seen this like on TV because I was like, wait, doesn't he shoot him in the pool? There's the empty pool and she's sitting there and Zach was like, that's the Rob Zombie version. So that's the only reason I know that I have seen this on TV, but I... Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I probably like, you know, was probably in the background and I just didn't realize it wasn't the new one. I thought it was like the second one. Yeah, that's fair. Well, it doesn't feel like it was so long ago. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, wild yeah. that it was like 2007. Yeah. I feel like even just the other day was the, the 10th anniversary of of the second one, which was 2009. And we're already fucking 2022. Yeah. Well, almost 2023, guys. 2023. So this is 15 years old this year, right? Mine was uh, don't make me do the math. Don't do that. <laughs> How do dare you? <laughs> We're, I'm a gay. I'm a queer. We're gay. Um, don't know math. Uh, Michelle Mabel. Um, so this movie, Ian, I want to... I, I had a feeling that I knew which parts you weren't going to like, but I figured the stuff that was, because when Rob Zombie's good, he's good. And I figured this, the action, all of the chase scenes, I figured you were going to appreciate those. You will not like the second one. I already know you won't like the second one, but overall, oh my God, Ian, how was this? <laughs> overall, do you hate it? The second one? Do you? It's un, it's unwatchable. Well, you I wouldn't say that it's unwatchable. No, off. it's not unwatchable, but it's a terrible movie. You are a terrible person. Ian, what did you think <laughs> of this movie? <laughs> um, I definitely didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it, mm -hmm. and I didn't dislike it as much as I expected to. I thought the Michael stuff is a good idea, but was fucking boring. <laughs> 
Like, I was like, when are we getting to the like, yeah. like stuff? When are we meeting Lori? When are we doing a time jump? Like we spent so much time. And I, yeah. I do think like in theory, that's like, I feel like if the three of us were drunk and this hadn't been made, we'd be like, oh, what if they did a Halloween where like we saw mm. Michael and like that would be cool talking about it when you're drunk or high. But then like in practice, it was like, this is fucking boring. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I I didn't think she was that great of a Lori. You're um, odd. This is fucking ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also friendships, they, friendships with both of you will end here tonight. Evil dies yeah. tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, they didn't give her like she's only in 45 minutes. She's only in like the last half and she's not yeah. doing anything to last like 20. So like. It's, I don't know that it's like particularly her. It's just Lori wasn't doing a lot. Like, I wish we had spent more time with Lori yeah. like before all of it, um, like in the original. But like, I I don't know. I I felt like I don't know what it was missing. Yeah. But it felt like the, it was like well done. It had like the budget. You know what I mean? Like we've talked about with 2018. Like they invested in more of like the set and scenery and like cinematography than like especially a horror movie in 2007 normally mm -hmm. would um but there was just something about it that i can't quite put my finger on that was like kind of bland like it yeah. was like okay michael killed some more people huh, all right he killed some more people that's fair and that's fair so yeah. i guess we kind of like to use this to pivot um the H2O gave this franchise life again right like it had really been like going through the rudder and then uh, H2O gave it life. H Resurrection brought it back down. And it was dead for a good while. I remember there's a, a documentary called Halloween 25 Years of Terror. And in it, they have a girl, they have like a contest to see who's going to be in the next one. And this girl like wins the contest and she's like, they make a big moment of it. And she's so excited. She's going to be in the next Halloween movie. Um, and she was in this one. She, oh, they, she was? they honored it, but she, they cut her scene. <laughs> so she wasn't in it. Oh. Um, but I would be so upset. So I would they, be livid. <laughs> I don't even think the deleted scene is on like anything. I don't think it's anywhere. That shot is just gone. Um, but she, so not she, but uh, the movie it went through like a lot of stages from resurrection right because they really wanted a sequel they were like what well, do we do a sequel do we reboot it do we like what do we do here with this like we have this like dead thing that won't resuscitate what do we do with it um and i think they 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 went i don't know there was there were a lot of different concepts for it and finally at some point it was like 2007 so we were getting these remakes already these reboots and somebody had the bright idea that halloween was going to lead that charge right and they're going to do that and uh they rob zombie had just come off of house of a thousand corpses you know like he was doing he, he was kind of the up-and-coming name because his shit was so different at the time um and i remember like him being like a huge like staple yeah. for this movie they were like touting mm -hmm. it as rob zombie um and yeah and he, he gets the role in or he gets he gets the the movie he did like everything on this damn movie too he think he wrote it he directed it like produced it you know there's a um on the dvd not to talk even longer on the DVD. There's like a uh, a four hour making of this documentary, and he literally has his hands in everything. So like, love him or hate him, he was he was fucking on this movie and like gave it all of his effort. I feel like that's to this movie's benefit and detriment. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I him being so involved, it's like mm -hmm. it would have been nice to maybe have somebody counter his ideas because mm -hmm. I think like what Ian was saying earlier that there was something missing. 
Like, you know when people describe movies as bloated? Yes. This movie feels bloated to me. Like, it's, like, bloated with a lot of bullshit and, like, like shock stuff. And, yeah. like, there's so yeah. much good stuff happening in this movie. But the stuff that's bad really feels like it weighs it down. Yes. Like, those long, like, drawn-out scenes of people just screaming motherfucker over and over and, like, cunt. It's like, we did it. Like, yeah. you've made them, like, a white trash family. Like, we did it. Fuck. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, and I, I actually felt that way. Zach, don't kill me. I, I actually, guy. like, once we got, like, the fourth Lori chase scene, it was like, all right. like All right, come on. All right, come on. Yeah, I felt very, like, <laughs> that was a good, that was a good impression. But this, is, uh, this is, like, per, per episode. We get one of those per episode. <laughs> when we have merch, that will be the t-shirt, okay? <laughs> but, like, it felt like I liked, I did like the action scenes, but also, back to Troy's point, the detriment there Rob Zombie loves a close-up, and sometimes I needed them to pan away to, like, see this face. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes the chase scenes were a little so up close that I was like, I'm not sure where they're, like, I wasn't sure where she was in relation to him, especially when they were in the house. It was, a, and I know that that was, like, also on purpose, but also it was like, I don't know, is he getting her or is she in the other room? I'm not really. Well, just because something's on, on purpose doesn't mean, like, it has to work, you know, and it just right. didn't work for you. Um, This, so this, to kind of counter you, Troy, a little bit, this movie did have a lot of hands on it. So he, Rob Zombie recently, like, within the last year or so, was on, um, on, oh, fuck, what's his name? Um, what's his name? <laughs> you know his name. What is Dickhead, it? Dickhead, Dickhead Not Dick. <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> he was on the Do- Joe Rogan show. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the Joe Rogan show um and he was talking about this movie and he said that um this movie uh, it had a lot of studio hands in it and it was actually not what he wanted to do with it. <laughs> Interesting. So, this, what this did is he one want? of the this is one of those instances number 2 obviously it would, it would have been looked it would have looked like number 2 just with um with I think what he really what his vision was to make the entire like two movies the entire first movie be Michael's childhood and in the hospital and then the second movie <laughs> the second movie be Laurie Strode's story and you can definitely tell that here right like these are yeah. two movies pushed into one absolutely um, and I do think yeah. I think this is I agree with both of you that there does and this is with is with a lot of people also that there needs to be somebody sometimes to. Like your checks and balances, because if you give somebody a hundred percent creative control, sometimes they spin out of control with it. And I think Rob Zombie is one of those people that does that. I think that is why his career is taking. I don't want to. His career is taking a little bit of a slump. You know, we yeah, but like of, he's rich and he's fine, so it's not like he's rich and he's fine. Yeah. But, you know, he was after this, like he he was slated to be like one of the top directors, right? Because this movie made it was like fifteen million dollar budget. It made like. 70 something million dollars at the time which was huge it really revitalized this franchise and he was getting you know he had like projects lined up left and right he was supposed to do something called the tyrannosaurus rex um and he just like the things he started making after were just you know rob zombie rob zombie rob zombie and he got more creative control after this one right because they're like oh well he did such a great job with this one but i think this was one of those that studio interference turned out to be a really good thing because it did as much as as rob zombie is injected into it it still is it's like gorgeous to look at it looks like a high budget hollywood movie right yeah um it has all of those elements and it look it was even filmed in south pasadena which they don't do that anymore for these this franchise i don't think that the dialogue is great 
Mm-hmm. The dialogue is like, like it's crazy. Like such a beautiful. Like I was having this thought when I was watching. Like this is so beautifully filmed. It looks gorgeous, and they did so many fun, creative things like visually. But like as they're speaking while it's happening, <laughs> it's like these two different things. Like it's like Lifetime and Rob yeah. Zombie. You know what I mean? Like the dialogue is like pretty bad. He's not especially a for great people writer. who aren't. No, he's not a good writer. It's just that's I think where he struggles the most. The mm-hmm. writing is like really, really, really not good to me. Yeah, yeah I very much. It's gonna be me and Troy just agreeing a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wonderful! I love it. I love it. Go for it. Um, but like, I mean, Zach and I were talking about it when we were watching it. So it's like in the video, like you said, Troy. It's like we get it. They're white trash. Like. Yes, he's called the son a faggot 85 times. Yes, yeah. he's called her a bitch 85. Like, yeah. use a different word. Come up, like, we yeah. don't need all, like, I get what you're going for, but, like, we didn't need all of that. And, like, it's not even, it's not like I'm, like, offended. It's just, like, this is getting tired. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, I mean? like, but it is offensive. Like, he tries to write the most offensive bullshit that there is. Yeah. And I think that's what he, he, things is because i've i've listened to oh my god i've listened to this like commentary track all the behind the scenes stuff like countless times and he always says well this is how people talk this is how real life is i want it to be real everything needs to be real people don't talk like that people don't talk like that people say offensive shit too but they don't nothing like this this is this is he everybody has a rob zombie wig on Everybody okay. is is like yes. talking about stroke, like even teenage daughters talking about stroking things and chicken abortions and you know, right like, and be like, like what are we doing? <laughs> nobody does that. Nobody, all day. even Laurie Strode, which is like I do really love Laurie Strode in this. Like I I love Scout Taylor Compton with my whole heart, but like her with the bagels and te- teasing her mom, I'm like I would never do oh some shit God. like that, right? And I said fuck are in front of my mom kidding? all the time, but I would never have like made a yeah. sexual joke around my mom. You yeah, know. agreed. Like I, I will curse in front of my mother, but like I would never. Yeah. Be like, oh, and I'm sucking a dick, right, mom? Like, <laughs> it was like, what? what? Like, Steve Wallace takes you out of it because you're like, wait, yeah. no, nobody does that. Yeah. Like, not even the most like, you know, vulgar person does that. And, and then she's like, not even supposed really to long. be. Like, right? She's yeah. like a chill, normal girl, and she's like, mom, look at this hole. Hey. It's like what? Yeah, yeah and I think. I think his whole point, too, was like, <laughs> his whole point was supposed to be that this is how teenagers are these days. This is how teenagers are. You know, we're not going to make her like a Puritan like she was in 1978. And I think, you know, it's just like they did good. They did make good steps. She looked great in this movie, right? She looked like a normal teenage girl, right? Yeah. That was step one. She doesn't have to be dressed like Laurie Strode in 1978. Right, yeah, that already tells us she's not a yeah. puritanical girl. She joked, or I loved, love, love, love her relationship with like uh, with Annie Brackett in this movie. I love how they joke and they yeah. go back and forth together. I think Scout Taylor Compton and Danielle Harris are just magic on screen together. And yeah. like that shows that Laurie Strode is a normal teenage girl, right? She's not bashful in the corner on the phone, you know? She's like making jokes and stuff, but it just, he doesn't know how to just, he doesn't understand subtlety is what I think it is. Subtlety. Um, That's what it is. There's the no subtlety. subtlety. I think this is what he thinks the nuance is maybe. Yes. Rather than like looks. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else say, instead of giving a look that's like, oh, I'm not too happy with you, like, you stupid motherfucker, um, you know, and then like throws out the like, worst fucking film. I'm gonna film saw off your cock. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's in that's in a Rob Zombie movie somewhere. I'm sure it is. Get your cock hard and saw it off. <laughs> 
like and it's like two friends <laughs> saying it. Like, <sighs> the, i will say too i i've only been ragging on it the a thing i did like was i liked that annie survived and i liked when Lori finds her because yeah and zach you know this is true like when i talk to people that i love that are my friends i call them like baby and like you know like my my one coworker alex who i see all horror movies with you know he's my like one of my only gay friends here and i'm always like oh baby hey how are you doing like and that's how he and i talk to each other and i did appreciate that it wasn't like ooh, like it wasn't like a weird subtext it was just like oh yeah that's like one of her best friends so like yeah when yeah. she finds her she's like oh my god honey baby i'm so sorry like and i like that the yeah. relationship really was so well and that has i mean that's some of the writing too right to give him a little mm -hmm. bit more credit that's some of the writing that's some of the directing but it's also we have to understand they're acting really well together. You it's know? them. It's yes. them. It's the fact that those two, because those two specifically out of every character in this movie, they yeah. take that dialogue and make it yeah. feel real. Yeah. You know? And like, especially Danielle, like she, ah. I mean, I really was like, is she even acting? Like, is she just ad-libbing lines? Like, because she's so good, you know? Yeah. We'll get into characters in a second. Okay. Um, I want to, <laughs> a couple more things with Rob Zombie. I want to give him a tiny bit more credit. Um, he does a really great job of, of of plucking actors that had been in all your favorite things before and had maybe had like a career slump and puts them in these these movies. We have Dee Wallace from Cucho. We have uh, Daniel Harris from the fu this fucking franchise, man. Like, yeah. Although, wait, not to give him credit. We're not that's there his, yet, Ian. That's okay. That's not his credit. That's We're his not credit. there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you you look at this movie and it is stacked with you know. Actors from things you remember, Brad Dorif. Um, Every time Brad Dorif talked, it was like you just. It was Chucky. Chucky. It was. Chucky. I know it's so cool. It's like, hey, you little bitches, get in the car. Anybody want to ride? <laughs> you know, Dad, and don't call me a slut. Ah, in a Michael McDowell from. Clockwork Orange. He just like you know they. I think the casting was done really well here. Um, yeah. And everybody has the acting chops. It's just you see sometimes where the script kind of like trips them up is because you're saying weird things and the sentences go together weird. And it's just it's just all weird. Sherry Moon Zombie's in this where nobody's surprised. Nobody is surprised that Sherry Moon Zombie is in this. Um, but he's got to collect all the checks he can. Right. Producer check. Um, direct, director, writer, actress. You know, it's all going towards their household. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't play Michael Myers. Oh my god! I was literally just gonna say I'm, I'm shocked he isn't in the movie. He's like dressed up in some weird like yeah. what you know. He pretty costume. much is. Everybody has the Rob Zombie hair. Everybody is like a caricature of Rob Zombie with the bell bottoms and you know, yeah, rocker dudes. Um, yeah, like '70s mm -hmm. rocker guy. Even like, and that's the other thing is like, even though his movies like obviously this movie has a very specific like, timeline of like when it's supposed to be happening they all sort of exist in the same like rob zombie timeline no matter what which yes. is just like this like 70s centric world yeah. yeah no matter what it's always kind of the 70s which is i'm i don't hate that actually yeah i, actually I like really that like it's one that. of my favorite I like, things i like the styling of it i like when we see so many people in this movie with some sort of fur trim on their jackets you yeah. know it's like it really works for me in those um, yeah let's break it up by story because we do kind of have three different stories here we have uh michael myers childhood we have smith's grove and then and then laurie strode laurie strode really doesn't come until like the last 15 minutes this is a two-hour yeah. movie right so uh, <laughs> uh do you i don't know like i ian you said you didn't like the 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 beginning of it you don't like the beginning of it troy do you the whole um 
No, I do like it. I just okay. don't think it was done well. But I like it. Does that make sense? What would have been better? Um, I liked what they were doing and what they're like what Ian said earlier, what they were trying to do. And I like I like learning about Michael. And I actually mm-hmm. really liked the the mask stuff. I thought was very interesting. Um, and like watching him go from like like being a kid to like no longer speaking. And then the transition from like I liked all that stuff a lot. I just think it went on and on and on in this mm. really like kind of slow way, and it didn't feel. It just felt like it was dragging. Like, and it. The thing about him is that it feels like he really sometimes feels like he's doing something like outrageously creative. Yeah. When it's like, no, this is actually quite simple. <laughs> like, you could sum this up. You're not doing any, you're not reinventing the wheel with the first 40 minutes of this movie. And is the first 40 minutes is supposed to be like 15 minutes of any other movie, right? Like your, yeah. your origin story. If it's yes. not its own movie, it is like 15, 20 minutes, you know? Yes. And I also think there's like a, there was, the tension was missing too. Mm-hmm. It mm, just yeah. felt like more of like, mm. yeah, he's a murderer. Okay. Like, it, well, they're like, I felt like maybe the 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 in that opening, well, in the those forty minutes, like the first the, <laughs> the first opening. Kill, we keep I calling know. it the opening, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, first hour. The first, yeah, there was an hour of the film. Um, yeah. I felt like the only like time I was like a little tense was like the bully that he kills because it like that did look like a child, right? Like yeah. he did look yeah. young. So, you know who that was right. No. Spot kids. Daryl Han- or not Daryl Hannah. <laughs> yeah, that child is definitely not. His Darryl name Hannah. is Daryl. His name is Daryl, but I don't remember what his last name is. He's in Spot Kids. He's Junie. Okay. Oh, yeah. of course. His hair should have been a giveaway. But like, you know what I mean? Like that kid did look like a kid. So it was a that yeah. was the only time when it was a little bit like, oh shit, he's like beating this child to death. Yeah. But like it felt like of all of the like anything else that was happening, there wasn't we knew where it needed to go. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think another reason why like there was no tension. I feel like maybe Danny Trejo's character, which like the line delivery was not great. Love Danny Trejo, but like mm, um, that was maybe the only scene that was a little tense. So I was like, oh, is he going to let this guy get away? Oh, no, he's not. All right. Yeah. And then yeah. there was like too much of him being like, Mikey, I was good to you. Drowning. Mikey, I was good at drowning. Mikey, drowning. And it's like, cut one of them, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know where I would even, I mean, uh, yeah, cut stuff, right? I guess is the general message here because there are, there's a lot of fat that could be trimmed out of this, but I, I just, I kind of like it. I kind of like the origin story stuff. I remember it when it came out, this was a fair, it still is a real hot button topic that you don't yeah. show any rhyme or reason for Michael Myers. You don't show a why that's, that was what people were really pissed about with this is because they gave him a reason that he was killing is because he's being bullied and he has a horrible home life and stuff like that. But it's a fucking remake, right? Like you have your original, this is something different. Um, and it feels like maybe he's not reinventing the wheel here, but it did feel like he was trying to tell a, a different kind of story. And maybe he was having a lot of studio, you know, Bob Weinstein going, where's the Laurie Strode? Lolly Strode. Where's Lolly Strode? <laughs> you know? And at um, least it's based in some kind of reality. That's the one thing that I like about it is like the if true crime of it all, and, right? Yeah. Like if you're going to try and force a origin story down our throats, about like why Michael Myers is who he is, at least it was based in like, he had a really shitty upbringing and he was bullied and his family was abusive. And, you know, it was, it was very, like real i guess you could say yeah um i like that part of it it's weird like i i don't know if i like the beginning or not like i <laughs> when i watch it i enjoy 
all this stuff. I just yeah. don't think it's done well. I don't know. I love this movie to my core. I like, I truly do. And I, it is, there's a level of nostalgia factor to it, but I do love it. And so as we were watching it, Ian, I was, I was like, oh, we're going to get at all, the, all of my favorite parts. And he's going to love all of those. And we were going through the, through the, like the first half of the movie. And I'm like, I was like cringing to myself. I'm like, because I know he doesn't like any of this, and I can see why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the flaws are coming to the surface. It's really like, like when the when Sherry Moon Zombie is arguing with her boyfriend. It is the cringiest fucking argument I have almost ever seen in a movie. Right? Oh my god! He's like, bitch! I will come over there and skull fuck the shit out of you. Like throwing things Zach around the computer. specifically looked at me on the screen, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, I hope he's just looking at his phone this time. Let this be the one time he's just looking at his phone while we watch a movie." Because <laughs> like you lazy piece of shit, and like can we just all agree. Can we just, as much as I love a yes. lot of these other Rob yes, Zombie movies, already agree. Yes. Say, Sherry Moon Zombie can't. But mm. no, let me just finish this. (laughs) If he's going to be bold enough to make her like a focal point of every fucking movie he does, you better fuck out of me. That was not the, you need to announce yourself because I'm in a new house. You were in the corner of the room. I was like, what just happened? Michael Myers in there with him. He was just standing there, just staring at me, and like, oh my god, I hated that. I hated all that. My heart jumped. (laughs) Oh my god, this is our horror movie, Troy. I've been hearing noises in this house all day long, and then I just, I'm like, somebody's been hiding in the house. Okay, continue, Troy. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I was just gonna say that if you're gonna force her down our throats and like force her to be the lead of every single movie and the focal point of this movie, like, come on. Her relationship with that kid was so nonsensical and not believable. All of it. Ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's well, okay. It's, I did say to her yes. credit, I did say this to Zach that I thought this was one of her better. I thought like she was way better yes. in this than she was in previous Rob Zombie. Yes. Movies. Agreed with that for sure. Because I'm not going to say she's a good actress in this <laughs> either. Um, But... He does some good work with her, I think. I think especially yes. when they have slow-mo shots, when they have shots where she doesn't have to give a lot of dialogue. She's she's pulling really good face. Um, when mm-hmm. Michael kills that nurse in the hospital and she, like, opens his mask and he, like, screams at her and she's, like, is, like terrified of him, it's really good with the sirens blaring over top. I think I, I told you, Ian, that like, one of my big problems with her acting is it's, like, she memorizes her lines but doesn't understand... Uh, sort of inflection or cadence or like, you know, pausing for any dramatic effect or anything. It's like everything is like said all at once. It's like, honey, why mm-hmm. are you sitting out here? Give me the baby, honey. What are you doing here? What are you? What are you yeah, right bury that. <laughs> like, yes. Oh my like, God. I yes. See, and sometimes I see promise in her. I'm like, you could be like, your name is fucking Sherry Moon Zombie. Like you were made <laughs> to be an icon. Okay. Yeah. Like somebody needs to do something with you because your husband's She's not a doing worthy... It. She's. I think she's a worthy like muse yes. or whatever, but I just think she like she needs. He doesn't write well for her. What do you guys I, think about the kid? I think I think it's like with the Sherry Moon zombies that he's placed really well in this. He's not necessarily a good actor, but he's placed really well, and they come up with some really great moments with him. Yeah, I mean, because he's not really doing much. Like yeah. he's mostly just like there wearing a mask. There's creepy music. That's yeah. kind of 
What about you, Troy? I like the kid. I do. Like every time I've watched this movie, I do. I, and, I, and that might be the thing that like makes me not completely hate the beginning. Yeah. Because I do really, I actually really like him. And I think he's good at like emoting and like making you feel bad for him. And um, I think that he did a really good job of like transitioning his like the time period, like at the beginning when he's like sweet and he's like still calling his mom, mommy and like, you know, whatever. And then him going from that to like not speaking. Mm -hmm. I thought he did a good job with that. He does, and he is, I think the whole beginning, what I really like about it is the true crime of it all. You know, I think he does really well with this whole true crime thing, and I think the kid plays really well into that, too, as this, like, kid on your street who, like, killed his family and all their bodies were inside until his mom came home, you know, mm-hmm. and found them all. Like, that, I buy it with him. Which is, if it's fucked up, I'm sorry, but it's, it's I do buy it. Um, his, his sister is, uh, her name is Hannah Hall. And this, so one thing with Sherry Moon Zombie is he, Rob Zombie will never make her take her top off. She will never have Everyone to be naked. Everyone else does. Everybody have, else, yeah. a full stripper scene where you know Rob Zombie would put everybody else in, in like literally no clothes. He would take all of their clothes off yeah. of them. Um, Sherry Moon Zombie is fully clothed. And then we cut to her daughter, Hannah Hall, who was a child actress that we all know and love from Forrest Gump and the Virgin Suicides. And immediately tops off, right? Um, <laughs> and we'll get to Danielle Harris, too. That's a big... Oh, I could not stand that she was top off in this one. Um, oh, my God. I don't... I, okay. We'll get we're getting there. Um, it's just... Uh, but... Yeah, no, I think that was just my only note on that one. I don't really have much to say. <laughs> well, oh. then we see like three other sets of tits, and it's like the, the, we got a stripping scene where the strippers yeah. didn't take off her clothes. A stripper but, scene, a whole these, ass stripper scene. These characters who are supposed to be teenage girls, those ones are right. like titties free. Like, yeah. right. you know. <laughs> it's like it feels like this weird need for for zombie to post the people we recognize like nude. I, to like put them out there nude in some way so that I don't know. I think, and I know I've said this before about the David Gordon Green movies, it's a very aggressively heterosexual thing, I think, to be like, well, yeah. you gotta have titties in horror movies because, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you don't. I don't fucking care. Like, and I'm not like mad at them, but it's just like, especially when the once you mentioned that, Zach, and I was like, this is so like weird that we do have a stripper scene. She doesn't take off any clothes. And then like three other like teenage characters we do see like that just feels like very like what why are we doing yeah. that because we it's don't so like it. straight guy directing yes. a movie it's mm-hmm. so that and it also to me feels very like like from a director's standpoint it's him being like they get naked they'll they'll get naked for me yeah like they'll, they'll get naked for my movie and i yeah. hate putting or I, I don't even hate putting <clears throat> that out there but i hate like i, I can't say state it as fact you know we can't say that they mm-hmm. were given an ultimatum but it feels like they couldn't say no to anything like this you know yeah like we even know that daniel harris was kind of struggling up until halloween 2007 really to get roles again this comes in falls into her lap she's gonna do anything to be in it you know right. and she goes topless which is i again I, it did I, not fall into her lap <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I read I read all that trivia. And I was mad all again, all over yeah, again for her. Yeah, it's uh, she. I don't think she was even. Yeah, she wasn't too happy with it either. Um, but it was something that she was going to do because she does love this franchise and she yeah. wanted to be in it so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just is this weird thing with Zombie that he feels like he can just kind of dangle that meat in front of us almost, mm-hmm. right? Um, as if like 
he got this child actress Hannah Hall to do it. You know, the child actress we remember, he got her to take her top off. And it's just weird, and it feels uncomfortable seeing it. I felt really uncomfortable yeah. seeing some of them topless, you know. Um, especially in some of the ways they die, some of the ways they get attacked. It's just like the nudity is so... And that's horror movies in general mixed with violence, but it seems a little bit more pointed in a Rob Zombie mm-hmm. movie. It just does. Yes. It's like aggressive nudity. Aggressive yeah. nudity, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I do, yeah, the, the whole scene where he kills, um, it's like, it's weird, right? Like, and they even have Michael Myers, like, fondling his sister right before he kills her, you know? Yeah. Which it's, is very Rob Zombie. That's fine. Yeah. Like, why, man? You're not, you, where's Sherry Moon Zombie getting that treatment, right? Where's, like, why isn't Michael touching his mother's leg? Right, know? it's like, it's like, oh, yeah. don't treat my women that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyone else who gives a shit? It's just like, when's the last time? I'm like, how long have you been wealthy, Rob Zombie? Because <clears throat> like, this is like not what normal. Like, you think that this is what all poor people are like, or something? Yeah. Like, this is happening in every trailer across the country. Like, no. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, God forbid he actually puts it in a trailer park, though. Not the biggest house in South Pasadena, right? Yeah. It makes the outside ugly with the right. The biggest house with <laughs> trap doors and trap poles on the floor. I mean, you know. Whatever, man. The haunted mansion, aka the Strode House. Yeah, I do think like how we kind of when we start wrapping up the the sort of origin story. I think it's it's before Smith's Grove. Um, it works really well. There's the the shot of them. It's like a freeze frame shot of. I did think that like the cameras panning and everybody's standing still. It's not any sort of like actual editing. Mm. It's everybody standing still. And they ha- they bring the camera over, and he look looks. I remember that being in the trailer a bunch too, um, and like it's just moments like that are so good, and there's such greatness there. And I'm like, Tim, why? What else are you? Why are you doing all this other stuff? Stop it, you know. Like even yeah. his sister coming down, coming out of like quietly coming out of the uh, out of the bedroom and into the hallway and trying to like hobble away as he's like slashing her back. It's like fucking wild, and it's like intense. And the score with this movie is so good at taking the original and also blending it into something that is like really intense and like heightens your anxiety level. It's almost like they're banging like pots and pans together and like rattling a chain link fence, you know? It's mm. like weird sounds like that that are just and they're all put in at the the perfect moments. Um what else? Did either of you did either of you see this is I promise this will be relevant. Did yeah. either of you ever see um the Star Wars prequel movie Solo, the Han Solo movie? Yeah. No. I never uh, did. did you like it, Zach? No, I thought okay, it was so I boring. Did. I okay, so we're going to relate that here because <laughs> yes, I agree with you. I thought that movie was fucking boring because especially it was like, yeah, we know this happens. Oh, this is a thing he did. Now we're seeing him do it. Like, I didn't feel there was any tension in that scene when he was killing his sister. It's just really? like, just kill your sister. I know you're gonna do it. Um, so like, I thought the shot <laughs> was cool. Sure, like her coming out and it being quiet. I did like that. Um, but it felt like I was waiting for it to happen. Like it didn't feel like I was tense because I knew she had to die. Mm -hmm. Um, and it felt like I was more like, when are, when are, so maybe just a different sort of tension then, not like a, a, a a doom awaiting sort of tension, like maybe just some sort of, uh, like, all of the elements making you uncomfortable, maybe. That's you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, just yeah, an yeah. uncomfortability that's that's sat there beneath the surface. Um, 
And I think all, like in, in the moment where he like walks into the baby's room and like looks at the baby, we know he's not gonna fuck with the baby. Or I don't know, it's Rob Bellamy, but we know he's not gonna fuck with the baby. And still, I, I will say, I was like, because I yeah. asked you, right? I was like, is that Lori? Because I was like, is he gonna chop yeah. up that baby? <laughs> it's still like you I know, will say that little. Go ahead. One thing that I think he does do really well is like violence. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I feel like him trying to be a badass gets in the way of his like directing. Yeah. And I like when he, I like his interpretation of violence in a horror movie. Cause like you said, he's obsessed with everything feeling real and like realistic. And the way that like Michael rages out on people in his specific Halloweens. I, I think that's cool. Oh, yes. Zach, you know this. I'm never a fan of gore, but I was surprised how not gory it was. Like, I was kind yeah. of like, oh, okay. Like, I felt like the the most brutal kill was Danny Trejo begging for his life, being like, I was good to you, but like, it's just a drowning. It's not like he's not being cut up. And then the team. Are you thinking on. so? You thinking gore as far as like, you know, chopping up and like innards being pulled down and stuff like that because it's bloody like showing thing like yeah. showing it like it was just like people would be bloody but we're not seeing like a knife digging into them and then twisting or yeah. like mm-hmm. we're not seeing like an open wound it's just like there's blood on their outfit um kind of like um my reference i saw house of a thousand corpses in theaters and like they chop off chris hardwick's yeah. head and put it on yeah. the like shelf next to her so she's looking at it right and it's got blood pouring out of it so i was kind of expecting that level of gra- have you ever seen devil's devil's rejects i've only seen parts of it like i remember once it was on hbo and i was like i'll keep it on but it was like literally just background and it's i got annoyed terrible uh um, yeah it, the, the gore <laughs> in that one is is i could see how you would think that was here right um, yeah I, yeah and i'm not saying that i missed it it's just yeah i almost it felt like i was expecting it so i was like oh that's weirdly tame like i was just like because again you know i don't Mm. i'm not like oh i want gore zach like i've never said that movie but like i just i think it was like more like i was just expecting like a head being chopped off and seeing the blood pour out of the neck and like all that shit but it was more like and again i wonder maybe if that's them trying to keep that r rating at least Right. Um, I can see that. And yeah. studios being like, fucking, no, you're not doing whatever X, Y, and Z. <laughs> um, you can't the, literally skull fuck in this movie. There is, there is a director's cut with, <laughs> with a lot of extra stuff. Um, so this 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 Smith's Grove Sanitarium part goes on forever. This is like the part that drags for me. It's just like yeah. over and over and over and over and over and over and over. We're like setting up Loomis. We're setting up that he's like going crazy and starting to go crazy. And like, I think all of that was good stuff. Like you said a little bit earlier, Troy, that we we see him stop talking, you know, like there's a moment where he just stops. Yeah. And I do like seeing that evolution, but like cut five scenes out of it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, how many times did she visit the hospital? Like eight times? Yes. I was like, oh my God. It's like, a you lot, get it. man. It's a lot. Like and you then... only need like, like half, like. <laughs> yeah. He has a kill in there where he kills the nurse and it's kind of like his tipping point, right? Is that's the moment he's like kind of very much checked out. And yeah. then we, we get to him as an adult and this was so i wasn't sure exactly where which version we were watching because uh, all the home releases and everything like really try to push the director's cut now and the director's cut is full of like shit um did, which version did you watch did you when he escaped did he kill police or did he kill rapists <laughs> he killed rapists Yes, so we watched oh. different ones. You watched the director's cut. There's oh, I a moment, did? There's a moment with the nurse, and this is how I always know which version I'm watching. I mean, I could just read the disc label, I guess, but this is the, the, how I always know is that the nurse always says, um, she looks at the picture of him and the baby, and he, she says, 
oh, cute baby, and then she puts it down. That's the theatrical run. But if she oh. says, cute baby, it couldn't possibly be related to you. That's the director's cut. You always know. Oh, shit. That is it. <laughs> I guess and I watched the director's cut. I, I was real worried about it because, uh, I mean, and I'm not saying I love a rape, but Ian, Ian, Ian. <laughs> Zach's can, like, oh, it's my favorite. Ian cannot do a rape. He just cannot do it, right? And this is, I was like really cringing up because I was already cringing up for the entire movie. And I was like, hope this rape is not coming. Hope this rape is not coming because it's fucking brutal, isn't it, Troy? Wait, right? so it's not, so the rape is not in the normal, like, it's at all? not in the theatrical cut. They would not have put that in there. No. Wow. Okay, the rape well, was like, like them trying gross. to do some more Devil's Reject shit. You remember the motel rape scene? It was mm-hmm. like they were trying to do some shit like that because I think in yeah. the director's cut, they it's like two guards go and get like another like mentally disturbed woman, bring her into Michael's room and rape her in there. Um, and like mess, and mess up his And it's very masks. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Oh my God. It's them being like, we gonna get her. Like it's very like. <laughs> I mean, it's so fucking it's terrible. Yeah, it's so like the shit that they say, and like it's it's really, really, it's very like Last House on the Left. Like yeah. it's very just like over the top, vulgar, violent, long mm-hmm. scene. It was literally like ten full minutes. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, oh my god, I can't believe I, I didn't know that I. It's and I it's so cruel too. Yeah, and it's such a cruel scene as well. But like the so the theatrical one is just the guards are moving him to wherever, whatever we don't really know. They're just moving him, and he kills all of the guards and escapes, and then kills Jenny Trejo. Did he kill Jenny Trejo in yours? Or no? Yes. Okay. So they still yeah. had that then. I did okay. read in the trivia when I read about that that they wanted him to cut that, and he like fought with them to keep Danny Trejo's death in there. Zombie. That, yeah, zombie did because that like didn't test well with audiences. Like they felt Michael would have because nobody wants to see Danny Trejo die like this. No, <laughs> Danny Trejo went no. home. Okay, he's the janitor. He took out his machete he was and not, chopped off. He was not head. trying to put no handcuffs on Michael Myers. It was not in his job description. He was leaving. He was going home. He was grabbing his keys and he was gone. Okay, Zach and I both made that joke. Like, but like, well, you seem busy, so I'm right gonna go. Here. Sorry for interrupting. I just no. You're busy murdering. I'm gonna. Leave. I'm not <laughs> clocking in for this. Yes. Like I retire in three months. Bye, Mikey. <laughs> Have fun. Stay blessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really does should have said stay blessed. I just gone. Um, but so this is like this is our we're we're like caught up now. You know we're caught up into present day, which is 15 years later. We finally get to Haddonfield. Uh, you know, Halloween night. And the the whole fucking tone of this movie changes. And it is the most, like, it is so gorgeous. The It yeah. looks gorgeous. It looks expensive. It looks polished. It looks like, it's kind of, like, reminiscent to me of, like, Halloween H2O, where Halloween H2O looked really pretty as a movie. Mm-hmm. And this, like, this last half of this movie looked really, really pretty. And everybody looked great. And their hair was done really nice. And we didn't have, like, shit smeared on everybody's cheeks and right. stuff, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. there wasn't, like, a, a, a shit ball, like, left on somebody's doorstep. Um, and, yeah, we and we finally get our Laurie Strode so late into the movie, too. Um, oh, God. I'll, why don't you like Laurie Strode in this, Ian? Why do you um, hate why do you hate Scout Taylor Compton? Why do you hate Lori Ian? Why do you hate women, Ian? That's a question here. Yeah. <laughs> um I I just don't think they gave her enough to do. Like I think okay. once we got to her, because I, I even said this, Zach, right? I think when uh, I, I forget the first death, that's like pretty like 
not one for one, but like pretty, you get what they're going for once you get to that scene. Yeah. Um, and I think I said to you, oh, we're here already because it felt like we didn't sit with the characters enough and we sat with Michael for so long that like this movie was too long. Yeah. I, I think it's too long, but I do think we needed more time. Oh, uh, once we hit Lori in, in the kitchen, it slides to the end. Like we are, we are there. Mm -hmm. I am always a little bit shocked whenever we, um, we see uh, Linda and Bob pulling into the house in the van. Like, I'm always like, are we here already? Is this like, this is it. Yeah. So this is Halloween night then. Um, it, it does move really fast for me. What did you think? I, of, what, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I think that's like, that's the only thing I didn't like about this, Lori, is that we, we saw more of her just screaming than we saw of her like interacting. Mm -hmm. um, and I could have done for just like, a little bit more again this movie did not need to be longer cut something else and put this in but like just a little bit more sitting with Lori. you know I, I i do think you guys are right like her and uh jamie lloyd's character annie bracket they do go well together but they don't have that many scenes together and yeah. i would have liked a few more scenes um and it's weird because it does feel like they breeze by a lot of the scenes from like redos of the scenes from the original but they're like quicker right yeah like the their walk down the street looks and is is a lot like that scene but it's quicker they're like yeah. she sees michael outside that's that went by so fast i was like wait was that michael like i really was like wait a minute um and then you told me that was like laurie's house from the original i think that's my issue with this laurie's we don't sit with her enough i basically feel the exact same way as ian like i just felt like they did a disservice to her character by not having her in the movie longer like mm -hmm. it made us not as a I wasn't as emotionally invested in her as I feel like I could have been because she does such a great job. Like, I just wish there was more. I, I honestly wish there was more of her. Yeah. And we could have done, you know, maybe 15 minutes less of the beginning and like 15 minutes more of her like development as a character because she's great. And I think the fact that she's still so good with what little we got of her is yeah. a testament to how good she is, you know? Yeah, she she I think she was seventeen when she made this too, so she was young, young. Um, and Rob Zombie said that he cast her because her face would like fall apart when she was crying, and like her, all of her crying and screaming yeah. and stuff like that was really messy, and he didn't want like a like everybody else that had come in was really they looked really nice, you know, when they were crying, and he she looked messy. Okay, but I he was don't a know. great crier. I she is, and I even said to Zach that she kind of looks like Laura Dern when she's crying. <laughs> oh yeah, she does. Oh my god. But I call bullshit on that because it's his fucking daughter. I highly mm. doubt that he was like, oh. Scout Taylor well. Compton is not his daughter. Oh my god, I thought she was. No, I thought I knew that spreading she was his misinformation. God, well, never fucking mind. Fucking Trumper. <laughs> I totally thought I knew she was his daughter. No. <laughs> You're like I read it on the Onion. <laughs> <laughs> I read it on Fox News. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> I cannot believe you. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> so you just like stored it in your memory for all of this stuff, you know? You're like nepotism at his finest. Rob Zombie does not have any children, by the way. Um, Thank God. <laughs> they're all like dressed like him, you know? Like, yeah. They're in Halloween <laughs> costumes, but it's all year long. <laughs> they just walk around singing Living Dead Girl all the time. Uh, they have a daughter named Sherry Moon Zombie, but it's spelled C H E R Y. <laughs> Sherry zombie movie. <laughs> right um no I, I i just like i don't know there's something about her in this that i i she like is she feels like a peak 
2000s final girl you know everything yeah. from her yeah. outfit she's got like layers on her outfit she's got <laughs> you know the glasses her shirt looks or her at one point her jacket looks like it could be from the hot topic it's got skulls on it and stuff you know skater, yeah skater alternative i just look bought a, i just bought a shirt from hot topic just like two days ago <laughs> <laughs> no I, I really like her and i think that one of the marks of a real like great final girl for me is her fight. And I do agree that she should have had more time for character development, but her fight in this nonetheless is like she fucking goes through it. Okay. Laurie yeah. Stroh nineteen seventy eight talks about trauma. This is this Laurie Stroh. Let's talk about this Laurie Stroh's trauma. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, no. This was a right. lot. This was a lot. Um and I think she plays it really well. I really like the scenes of her with the kids. I think she just can bounce off of people really well. And she feels 17 because she is 17, you know? Oh, I do have something nice to say. Cause I don't know that I agree okay. with what you just said. Okay. That's fine. But I do think those kids were actually like, she was kids. shit, but I liked the, the little children. I liked I thought them. That, <laughs> I thought both kids were like pretty good. And like, mm -hmm. I like that the, they made Tommy Doyle, like kind of this like shitty, sassy little boy. Um, yeah. He was funny. Yeah. And like, I, I wouldn't have minded if he had the kids had been there a little bit longer because they are like in it. And then she tells them they're, run, they're like screaming and then yeah. they run away. Um, but I kind of like that he was like shitty with both his babysitters. But like it reminded me of um, the kid in 2018 with what's her face. Yeah. Oh, Julian. Yeah. 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 And like I like I like when we can like have a kid that like has more of a personality isn't just like scared child. Um, so I did like the kid who played Tommy and I looked him up and he's been in like a ton of shit since has then. he? Oh I've, yeah. I've never looked him up um, I don't think. Because I was like, oh I've seen him in blah blah blah. Um but yeah no I I I did really like him. I liked his relationship with Lori. I liked him like being like oh I don't even like girls and like walking away from them and I was like <laughs> me and me as a baby <laughs> he could be he I Tommy Doyle grew up to be gay 2007 Tommy Doyle grew up to be gay absolutely um I think our three main girls here I'm like obsessed with all of them I love them so much Danielle Harris with 30 when she did this she was like a full-grown adult and still like rocked the teenager shit she's yeah. the type of teenager that i love and i wish we did more of where it's older people playing teenagers right very buffy the vampire slayer all 30 year olds playing 17 16 year olds <laughs> yeah I love very it. cw <laughs> <laughs> um and the queen danielle harris is back in this she like really wanted to get back in this when she heard it was being made she like had her people contact them and she's like i will do anything just get me in the damn movie um and she is a queen. She is a queen of this franchise. She's a scream queen, scream queen in general. But I feel like, she, yeah, let's talk about the disrespect we get for for Annie Brackett a little bit, Danielle Harris, because overall, I think she's done a great service. I think she is one of the standout characters of the movie. Yeah. I don't know if that Hands necessarily down. goes to writing, but I, I I think that goes to her more likely. Yeah, right? I, yeah. She just is charismatic and magnetic and all of her stuff, but. Mm -hmm. She has, in the original, we don't have Annie actually hooking up with her boyfriend. I don't even think we see Paul, but we have them hooking up, and he, like, fully takes her shirt off, and then she has this full chase scene, which is fantastic, a wonderful chase scene, and a great fight scene for her, but she's doing topless, and it's like, why do we have Daniel oh. Terrace topless here? What is the point here, other than you're, you, you know we remember Danielle Harris, and you're dangling it in front of us that she's topless. Like yeah. that infuriates I, me to know it literally end. made my blood boil. Every yeah. time I've ever seen this, I forget how angry it makes me too. <laughs> I literally forget every time that she dies yeah. topless. And it's like a long, drawn out topless moment. Yeah. To the point that even when like 
you know, when they're like standing over her and she's just like panting topless. Like, yeah. and it's like from here up, like we still see the nipples. It should at least be like, yeah, like it's just so ridiculous to it's me. Distracting. It's distracting. It is distracting. And yeah. it's, it's distracting of like a great actor. Like she yeah. is an amazing actor who honestly, to me, is the best in this whole film. Yes. Yes. You know, I, I just, oh, I hate that. And it, it, it's the scene is such a bunch of great moments because I'm not even I don't care about, you know, putting her in a sex scene or anything like that. Like she's making out with her boyfriend. Great, because the moment where she, he like stabs her boyfriend in the back, pulls him up and she like starts screaming and like trying to like backpedal on the couch. Fucking phenomenal. Right. Like, that's great. Yeah. It's distracting because she's topless. And I I feel like I can say it as a gay man. I'm not even sexualizing her or nothing. It's just it's just distracting because now I'm looking at her her tits and I can't help mm-hmm. it. I just every watch I do, I can't help it. So there's a moment where she goes running out the front door, which is brilliant that he like reaches and grabs her back in. Oh, and we have that so full good. like two, three seconds of silence just on the front door. I love it, but it's distracting because she's fucking topless. Um, yeah. She goes and she makes it to the kitchen. She like digs through the drawers and, and like finds a knife and she's like, you know, gonna like stab him, but he knocks her over and she's on the floor, like you guys said, and just sprawled out and she's topless. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, like it's it, even a bra would have been better. Like keep yeah. her in a bra, keep right. something covered because it's just, I think this is one of those moments where, you know, there's nothing wrong with the female form, but it is just, this doesn't work for this. And she was clearly uncomfortable doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She does like, um, I don't know. Like I, I noticed that like I put my shoulders up when if like I'm uncomfortable and I'm like shirtless mm-hmm. and like naked. Cover your and, own like, titties. While yeah. Jimmer, like, you know? and I, I noticed that her shoulders were up a little bit like yeah. when she's like doing it. Um, granted, like you would be uncomfortable if you were naked and a murderer is trying to kill you. So like, but it's disrespectful also because she is a veteran of this, of this series. She has been, she carried two movies in this yeah. franchise as a child, as um, a kid. And they fucking are making her walk around set. Like, Topless, you know, they're making her oh. do that. Like that's well, I think you know. so. Just so like we didn't like say this before, but like to your point, because like on surface you could be like, well, that was just the role, but like they asked her specifically, like she had to like push for the role, and they asked her if she would do. They're like, well, will you do topless? And she yeah. agreed because she wanted the role so bad, and that's yeah. what feels. That's the part for me that like feels disrespectful, where it's like. You gave it to her because she said yes to doing top. Like she like was a child yeah. and was very good in two fucking horror movies of this franchise. We remember her as a child in this. We yeah. remember like we we are not totally. going to forget that. So it's it's weird. It's a weird Rob Zombie thing. And you know, yes. this isn't even the yeah. only one he does it. The next one, it's it's the same thing. He okay. does it again to her in the next one. You know, you know what it feels yeah. like sometimes with him is like he's like. It feels like he writes and directs his stuff first, and then after he thinks of how he can make it like more vulgar. How yeah. can I badass <laughs> this up a little bit and make it more Rob Zombie? We'll take her shirt off. We'll make her talk. Like, like it feels like he has the concepts in mind, and then mm-hmm. after he like injects that Rob Zombie shit into it, like adds the word cunt and every yeah. other. You know, it's like it just feels like an afterthought and an unnecessary just like aggressively fucking straight gross yes. afterthought. Yeah. And there's nothing that they couldn't have done with the shirt on here. Like that, that would right. have been as yeah. effective, right? Because when she walks in, when she walks in and sees Annie on the ground, all bloodied and, and like beat up, uh, 
her with the shirt on, I think it would have been just as vulnerable. Oh, just yeah. Because I, I, I could She's hear She's like covered him in blood and her just like, saying, leg like, that's supposed yeah. to be her vulnerable. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like, she would have still been vulnerable. Her fucking yelling for Lori as Lori's like on the phone and stuff. It's like, this is, you have Danielle Harris. What are you I trying know. to get shock oh value God. out of for? for? This yeah. is, this is Daniel. And I wish more people would realize this about Daniel Harris and, and just in horror in general because she still is, is, is the, most underrated final or not final yeah. girl, but just most underrated scream queen yes. period well, i mean yeah like troy said she i do think she's the best one in this movie and there's like mm. a, like you mentioned zach it's like a very stacked cast with like you know fucking chuckies in this movie yeah. but like she yeah. is the standout actor <laughs> not and like you know no hate yeah. to any of the other actors that doesn't mean they were bad but she is definitely like the standout and it's like come on like yeah you know. yeah and they even like i i have i, I don't even have any notes with the with the the whole scene that she got, the whole chasing, because she originally was, I think it was supposed to be a little bit doled down. And she was like, really like, I'm the sheriff's daughter. Like, let me fight for myself. I'm going to like kick him. I, I told Tyler that I'm going to kick you. I'm going to like really try to like hit you. Like you just, you go for it, you know? And you see so her do good. that. You see her oh. making those decisions in real time. And it's just, that is a testament to her. And I wish just really yeah. people like recognize that. But you, really you are right it. though. Like, it is distracting to, and like, especially for me, it was my first time, mm -hmm. right? And like, this is fine, but you were like, oh, this is the, this is like one of the best chasing, and like, all I could focus on was the fact that she was fucking. Yes, tough. exactly, yeah, exactly, because it is arguably one of the best chasings. It's not the best, but it is one of the best, and mm -hmm. it is a moment of fighting, and you want to see your final girls fight because, to your point, Troy, that she died, she did not die. She's in this. She's she lives. She does live, and like, right, yes, I yes, remember yes. being blown away when Annie Brackett lived in this fucking movie. I was like, they didn't do that in the original. Sitting there in like <laughs> yeah. seventh grade and like... <laughs> but... It's so great that they kept her around and they recognized that. Okay. So like take it a step further and let her put her fucking shirt on. You know? <laughs> like so And like even in the original when when Annie is like, you know, kind of naked, like they do it in such like a like a a tug in cheek kind of way. It's yeah. like she's just wearing that shirt. Like it would have been so much more effective for her to be like to get like the Jessica Alba treatment where she's in like a tank top with no bra. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all love that moment in yeah. uh in the remake of uh you know Texas Chainsaw. There's fucking ways to do it. It's like, just they, yeah. Uh, it just it, it makes no sense and it's it makes me super angry every single yeah. time. It never fails to like really piss me off. Um because it does dole that moment down for her just a bit. Uh we have we have a lot of action like from here on out though you know um lori yeah, showing back yeah. up at the house uh, i don't know when she hits her leg but she's limping at some <laughs> point and <laughs> i'm happy she's doing it though i'm glad she's doing it are you a final girl if you aren't dragging a leg though yes <laughs> yeah right. okay you know <laughs> the, dra the dramatics of it all michael myers stopped chasing me a long time ago and i'm still like yeah <laughs> dragging my leg there's like a moment where she's like running across the street and the wind is fucking pounding her it is like all on her the yeah, leaves are on cool. her and she's like clearly the wind is a little too strong for her because she's kind of like falling over a little bit <laughs> yeah. and it's so good and like it yeah. works so well this is like some of the genius of rob zombie is like but again it's like mixed with other people the choreographer and cameraman and cinematographer right, yeah. and all of that but like everything from here on out um feels like stages to her final battle and yeah, do you think I could see Ian maybe thinking there were too many stages, right? Because we have Lindsay, or we have Tommy Doyle's house, we have the basement, we have the pool, we have 
um, back in the house, attic, and, and, and like the very, very end. Is that too much for you, Ian? Sure was. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, George? Yeah, it was. I'll be, I'll be okay. honest. It was. There is one moment. What's the moment where you, it's like we think that he died? Because I almost, I honestly lost track of how many yeah. times he got up. Like, um, I guess when they end up back inside the house. Yeah. I was like, okay, like this is <laughs> this. He's really like wringing this as much as he can, yeah. and it it takes. I think that it just it's so effective and then that takes you out of it huh. like you said like it's so beautifully shot i love the cinematography like the leaves like it looks so cool and like to drag that the scene out like that for so long like it was just too much mm. it's always just a little too much i'm gonna <laughs> i disagree with both of y'all i love it i love it all of it i love all of it i think we have so much fear in her face <laughs> and she gets dirtier and bloodier as it goes along and it all works so well and uh and had i been a little bit younger when this one came out that would have absolutely all of it would have been something i played with my barbies like i would have made yeah barbies, totally like, me too like I yeah. fallen out of the attic <laughs> like i would have built a cardboard attic just for that and like smashed her through it and like had her fallen or in the bathtub yes. had her fallen down the slope in the pool and be like yeah, <laughs> my, my mom would have had to knock on the door and tell me to stop being <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's fucking fun. This is some fun shit, yeah. and I think I think I pr they probably had like a blast making this. I know that um during the basement part where like he's smashing through shit, that was all supposed to be like tear away like like wood and stuff like that, and they didn't send a note to the to the I, I don't know set makers and uh it was all like real world he's like he's like busting through so he's like that's why it's like taking so long you know it's like he's really smashing through shit and she's trying to get through the gate and i think she says that in one of the interviews that she like got really scared because the gate wasn't coming up and he was coming through and she oh my like God. and like she really tensed up for a moment she's like you know he's like he's uh, literally going to stab me and you see it <laughs> <laughs> but you see it like like I think it 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 just uh it's fun stuff. This is what I really miss in horror nowadays is we don't even if that was too long for like just as a whole from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Um we don't even have like fun playing with our sets anymore or running around yeah. or like even Scream 5 like had none nothing hardly. The closest thing I would thing say I the think, opening had it. The opening played with the set. I don't even I don't even think so. I don't think so. I think it was like she went from kitchen to foyer, really? You know? Um, I understand what you mean. I, I do appreciate that about this movie. Like, they really, really have fun with the sets. And, like, I do miss, like, a good, yeah. long... I guess maybe just because I'm not used to it anymore. Maybe I'm not mm -hmm. used to, like, a long, drawn-out, you know, final girl moment where it takes a really long time to finally, like, kill her. Um, I do, like... I, I don't know. I can't tell if I like this movie or not. If I like love it or despise it. You love it. You love it. Um, like Sydney Prescott, <laughs> hers wasn't as long, right? But like we still have her going out onto the roof, falling onto the boat, running through, th through the yeah. fields, and nobody was chasing her. She could have kept going, right? Like she ends up back at the house, and it's just like we have stuff. So I'm really hoping, like with Scream Six, we get more of like you know some fun stuff. Um, so I think the editing in this movie. Mm -hmm. I think it needed like a stronger editor because mm -hmm. like Troy and I were saying, like, it's just like, it felt 
And I said this when we were watching it, Zach, when she climbs out of that basement, I thought she was outside. Yeah. Like, I didn't that's know what it was. was. Yes. That's and what like, it was. The, yeah. They needed to edit that scene better. So I knew she was not outside yeah. and I knew she was in a basement. So especially when she's at the fence, I was like, oh shit, she should just climb over it because it's taking so long. Yeah. Just climb over it. So he's like not there. But then we like pan out once he comes out and it's like, oh no, she couldn't. I see that. I can see that. I wonder if, if Mike Patterson is, is listening. He's an editor, right? So like, yeah, yeah. I, I wonder because this looks like I'm really messy film to edit like it was really difficult because yeah. there's so much to yeah. it yeah um if you've seen this movie mike patterson would you think this would be a really difficult one to edit? <laughs> um i i do see that though um i i have to say one of my favorite fucking parts is when she is in the house and she finally like like michael grabs her back he crushes loomis's face and uh she goes running into the house and she's like upstairs going through the walls and the wall i like I love that the wall is supposed to be like a parallel to Laurie Strode in the closet, you know, like hiding in the closet. Mm. And then he comes like busting through. And when she goes to the fucking attic, I remember just like, oh, that was like so exciting for me. The work print version, by the way, had um, cops pulling up to the front of the house and shooting Michael Myers dead. So we didn't have any of that. But like her in the attic, that's some good shit. Like her up yeah. there, he's like with the with the uh, two by four really going for it. Um I think, I think that's where it goes a little too long. Like he's like, I, kinda, I was gonna say that is exactly that's exactly the, the moment. Like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of stabbing a little too long. A couple, a couple times. And it also, long. I, I also had trouble being like, how hasn't he hit her? Because every time we panned out to him, the complete ceiling looked like it had fallen apart. It's like he's it, yeah, just like. Going but every time we her. went to her, yeah, it was around her, never like her. So I like the editing there again. I was like, where is she? Because from his <laughs> angle, when he's looking up, the ceiling has completely, there's nothing, but like, she's fine. So like, it was like, that was where I was like, well, what are we doing? Ian, with felt, movies, with horror movies, we're not supposed to ask questions. Okay. It we just don't felt do like, questions. you know, in Star Wars, how the stormtroopers like can never hit the people they're shooting at. And it's like, they're standing right in front of you. You guys are all terrible at this. That's like, that felt a little bit like that. Michael Myers, the stormtrooper, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that is just like I don't know the whole the whole house stuff it, it works as such a great final battle because she gets like real fucked up fucked up you know she's like yeah fall in she falls like That's, twice that at is the end of that this. is your thing though Zach like <laughs> if I am bad at telling what Zach likes but if there's a thing I know he likes it's like a white girl from the early two thousands dressed in like, <laughs> those layers and the like bad outfits. <laughs> Like you love that, and you love a like a girl who's like completely bloody and beaten up at the end of a horror movie. Those are like two staples of Zachary Patton Garcia. You know, I've made a few short films um, <laughs> in my adult life, and I still will go to Walmart and find a like stretchy kind of tight floral pattern that is Listen. like Laurie Strode's in this one, and I, I usually <laughs> put my final girl in that. There is nothing wrong with that because I have a like I have like such a stupid like love of like early season buffy fashion that's not like yeah. good fashion but it's just like yeah. of the time oh i love it it's just she looks so great and she's and got I, like the tight like like flare jeans too of the 2000s <laughs> you know i also get that feeling of like liking at the end when your final girl feels like really deserving of the title yes yes you know and like she does i will say like at the end of this movie she does feel deserving of being like a final girl and yeah. it, it feels like rob zombie at least 
does have an appreciation for final girls like he gets yeah. it you know Lori strode and and i i appreciate that it's like a uh not a mary sue final girl she is a first time final girl right so like she's not exactly hitting the mark every time she's kind of like when she points the gun she's never shot a gun before in her fucking life you know her, like mm. hands like which is true to, to laurie strode right i like, love it yeah. and i love that shit right i love that she is like going to fight for herself but still is like you know it could go any way. I mean, we know which way it's going to go, but it could go any way because she's, you know, first time for her. As a very weak gay, I fully can af- appreciate, like, I'm going to try, but I'm not going to be good at it. Like She that would gets be up and her eyes all busted out almost. Like, her, she's, she is, she falls out of the attic and she's just, hair's fucking wild. She can barely <laughs> yeah. stand. She that really did, gets up. That did feel a little much. It was like, wait, she was fine. They put and her now... fucking through. Did you see her fall? Through all like, of that and onto the floor, she hit. She fell face first and hit her fucking eye. Yeah. No, she falls she, with her back. She like spun. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically thought we saw her fall with her back. Why is her eye uh, out of camera? Out of camera, she spun. <laughs> um, but she like gets out. She is fucked up, fucked up. And not only that, he like comes in. He drops the wood and like fucking tackles her out of the fucking window and over the balcony. <laughs> she wakes up again and she's like. That part was wild when he like yeah. linebacked her. <laughs> he fucking linebacked her. I, was like, I don't think I've ever seen Michael do that in any other movie where he just runs towards a person and like catches them with the with his like armpit and like I'm throws them somewhere. Fully surprised he didn't do a WWE just like move <laughs> on her, like lift him up over the shoulder. Yeah, like by her head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, he just fully full. Like this teenage girl, like, what yeah, was she gonna that. do about this? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> she wakes up and she like she <laughs> fucking blows his head off, man. And I loved it. I know that Rob Zombie like intended yeah. for this to be the last one. He intended for that to be like a headshot, like dead, you know. But uh, as we know with the Akads, you can't kill Michael Myers. It's not. It's not allowed. So, evil does yeah. not die tonight. Evil never dies. No, no nights. Evil dies. Um, <laughs> we kind of like glossed over uh, uh, Malcolm McDowell as as Loomis, but yeah, I think he was fine. He was okay. He's not my favorite Loomis. You know, he's not. He was enough. He was fine. He was like he was good enough. enough. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah, I did. No disrespect. Donald Pleasance overdoes it sometimes. In some. Of That's the shtick, though. Like on purpose. Sure. Because yes. he he like fully. Did not Where understand what they were doing. Do with- I have never seen him overact <laughs> once. Ever. You know, like to say nothing of him screaming at Tiny J- Jamie Lloyd and shaking her in the bed and being like, "How dare you? Where is he, Jamie? Where is he? My call." Are you gonna slap this child, sir? Like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. So he shakes Jamie in the bed. This mute child. She's mute. (laughs) But you know what? He saw through her. He's like, This you weren't mute a month ago. What are you talking about? Okay. We just met last movie. You were you were talking. He's gonna kill again, okay? You you must tell me where he is. (laughs) So I did appreciate Malcolm McDowell, like Clearly was like, there were a parts where he actually did sound like you could tell he was like kind of sounding like Loomis, but I appreciated Laurie Strode is more interesting than, than Dr. Loomis, right? We can all agree about that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I appreciated that he wasn't as central. Like it mm. was like he was still like a main character, but he wasn't like the central focus, right? Like yeah. once we got to Laurie, Laurie was more the focus. 
And like, I appreciated a like, Loomis that stays over there a little bit. I did think his death was a little anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, um, yeah, I mean, he was fine, you know, and he, he died. Um, and we will, I don't know. He's okay. I just, I think Malcolm McDowell is kind of like a douchebag as Dr. Loomis, honestly, if I'm being honest. Did you ever see Clockwork Gorge, uh, Troy? Oh, yes. We were talking about, because that's how I know Malcolm McDowell, and I remember watching yeah. that as a youngin and seeing, uh, he's in the tidy waddies and like somebody grabs his crotch, and I remember being like, yeah, I was very sexually attracted to him when I was younger. I'll be honest about that. Yeah, that probably is the source of my bad taste in men. Like, it's like <laughs> Malcolm Ooh. McDowell is the source of yeah. your bad taste in men. That's very specific. <laughs> His character in Clockwork Orange. Like, ooh, you're yes. beating up old people and you're a piece of shit. Oh, ooh. Uh, with a yeah. penis nose. So yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Heavens, heavens to Betsy. Because I told uh, Zach, like, for me, that was like as a kid. As a teenager, that was like my favorite movie. But it was yeah. very much like, ooh, there's a gay yeah. shit. there's gay shit in here. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Poetry while you kill someone. I love ooh, it. Yeah. Love it. Um, okay. So overall, I just I feel like this movie had the same sort of hype that 2018 had when it first came back around, you know? And like they really like mm -hmm. it was an event. It felt like an event when this one was coming out. And when it did come yes. out and like they released they this was so successful even on home video that they released like four different versions of this on home D DVD, oh, really? you know, directors, theatrical, um three disc collector's edition, steelbook. Like they they it is it is a very successful movie. Um and I can't wait to share number two with you, Ian. <laughs> can't wait oh, to watch Ian. it with you. It's going to be so fun. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah. I, I hate, I was telling Zach, I hate that it's like, oh, what does Ian dislike now? And I feel like going through these Halloween movies is just a lot of like Zach having fun and being like, isn't this great? And I don't even give like, a fuck. Do you know what Ian does to me? You know what Ian does to me? He'll make me do. What does he I, do? Uh, he. Uh, Six episodes on a single Scream movie, okay? We're catching up to how many Halloween movies there are, okay? Do you know how many Scream episodes we did last year? And how many Scream movies are there? Five. Halloween, five. How many Halloweens are so there? We've done five normal Scream episodes. We've done three for Scream again. <laughs> and then an extra for Scream again. No, we didn't do an extra. We did the three. A costume design episode. So okay, we have but that was supposed to be part of that. Nine episodes for the Scream series, and <laughs> Lord Jesus, Scream Two Twenty Fifth Anniversary is coming this November. This is it December or is it November? October, isn't it? Or is it December? No, no, it's re-released in October. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. The re-release. I am like, I am super excited to do that one though because I have a newfound appreciation for Scream Two, and I'm like really excited to. After everyone it. got mad at me and Zach for, like, but, but I don't think we were that mean about it. We just like. I think we were in a really That's bad fine. mood when we started recording that because we recorded both. Uh, I know what you did last summer episodes, and then we went into the Scream series, and we should not have been starting with any franchises. We should have done a couple like one-offs first. <laughs> I just, but, I hate yeah. like, but. <laughs> I'm a little biased, but Scream does not recast okay. and reboot its characters five yeah. times, and it's like easier to keep track of. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This like franchise, yeah. I'm so like oh. This is a mess. This franchise is a mess. Lori Strode as a character is a mess. And you either it's just crazy. like you either just love it or don't. Um and I think that's okay. <laughs> I think the thing that makes Halloween hard too is like it could be like going into it, it could be like a really, really, really great. Halloween film 
or I guess just that's like any horror movie that's had so many versions, but, or it can be like, or like bad to the point that you're like, this is insane. Like yep. that Paul Rudd one. It's like, is that even a movie? Yeah. The, the like, Tyra one. The fucking Tyra we just did it. Rhymes, we like, just did it. We just. <laughs> oh my your god. Face, your whole face just twisted into a face I've never seen before, Troy. <laughs> Troy. I was like, I have nothing to say about this movie. He, like, and you know? That's what I would prefer. Is like, I would prefer you hate a movie so much that you have more to say about what you hate about it than. Nothing, because it was like I was trying to gra- drag you through Troy, that. Troy, what do you what do you, what do you say about like, Halloween oh, Resurrection? Lord, I mean, that is really like to call that's allegedly a movie. To call that a movie is <laughs> alleged. That is a that's, that's bad a full Halloween eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just love this movie. I love especially when we finally get to Laurie Strode. I think it is just so. It's it's just such a it's such a Hollywood movie, you know, done in the weirdest, wackiest Rob Zombie way, and I think that's what I love about it so much. I love the memory I have attached to it. I love how excited I was about getting the fucking DVD, you know, and having to buy all copies of the DVD too. Really, um, I love that, that. I love that, Zach. Yeah, I absolutely had to. I absolutely had to, and. Um, <laughs> I was obsessed with like watching Scout Taylor Compton and anything at that point, you know, and I'm so happy that now, you know what, what my favorite part about like that whole experience for them, not for myself, was um, <laughs> that their friendships has carried through, right? And like Daniel Harris and Scout Taylor Compton are like good friends now, have a and podcast I together. That. I appreciate they, that their age difference is exactly the same as our age difference. <laughs> exactly. And we have a podcast <laughs> together as well. You know, we have asked them onto our podcast. They have ignored us. Um <laughs> In but, time, as happens. <laughs> uh, I just love it, and it seems like all of the cast is kind of like. It seems like they had a really great experience making this movie, and they all talk to each other, and they've all been doing like the cons for fifteen years now. Is that what the math you did, Ian? It was fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. My yeah. gay math, so it could be wrong. And so they have like real good, strong bonds, you know. And they make fun of the new Halloween movies and the, how they are not involved in it, and I love it, you know. So. I, I do really, that's a thing that I do really love. Um, when I interned at BuzzFeed, I like wrote a whole like post about like, oh, the different casts that stayed friends. And like, I think about that a lot because like, it was hard to include Buffy cast members in that post because it was like, ooh, where are they? Like the ones that were actually posting together, especially yeah. back then. But like, like Veronica Mars, they're all friends. You know, they all wanted to do the revival. They all wanted to do the movie. Star Trek The Next Generation, they all, like, go to dinner and, like, post selfies at dinner. And it's not even, like, just post-con. It's, like, they seem to call each other up and be like, hey, want to get dinner, Patrick Stewart? Yes, I would love to, Michael Dorn, and, like, post pictures together. And I love that shit. Like, doesn't matter what it is, but if it's like, oh, these people worked together 10 years ago and they're still cool. Like, I just, I really enjoy seeing who stays friends and who doesn't? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the scene you hated most and the scene you loved the most, both of y'all. Troy, you go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, the scene that I hated the m- I'm going to go hate first. Okay. The scene that I hated the most was the topless attack of our queen, mm-hmm. um, which is ironic because it's the best deaths well alleged death scene in, in this whole movie like it's the best fight scene but also so like gross yeah actually i'm gonna take that back since i saw the director's cut the scene i hated the most was the fucking rape scene like because i had to sit through that yeah. it was 
vulgar and I'm so sorry. I should have sent you a link to the theatrical cut. <laughs> well, the Russian site had what it had. You oh, know? It, okay. Um, right. You're very correct. I forgot. Yeah. 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 We get oh, what we I hated that. This yeah, is exactly. we get in the gulag. <laughs> when you're getting it from Putin, you get what you get. Um, <laughs> but no, that was the worst. I hated the that rape scene in the director's cut. Um, my favorite scene, I think, is probably... Um, even though I just talked shit about it, I do think yeah. that the final scene is like great. Like it's a yeah. fun, you know, rip roaring, just old school kind of horror, like old school horror movie ending. I like the ending of this movie. I think they do a good job with it, even though it's a little too long. Okay. Um, um I hated the movie and I love the, <laughs> the end credits. Um, <laughs> I um, I'm like, which did I hate more? Um, <laughs> so much oh my gosh. I I I think I I think the thing I hated the most was all of the the, the entire opening family scene dialogue. Yeah. Um, it was like that argument between the 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 stepdad and the mom. And he's like, I'm going to crawl over there, you bitch. Oh, you faggot. Oh, oh this little fairy. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Cut, bitch. <laughs> Fuck, shit. It's like, yes, we know. You know how to curse. That's so cute, honey. Um, I fucking hated that. Uh, that's probably the thing I hated the most. Yeah. But there are some strong contenders. Um, I think the thing I liked the most, even though I agree with you both, I do hate the toplessness, I did love the scene where Lori finds um annie and like annie's calling out for Lori, and Lori's like panic calling the phone and like you also see michael standing there like i was waiting for him to like smush annie's head yeah but he doesn't he just kind of is like hmm you're bloody um and then goes in to attack Lori. but i did really like that that was maybe the only scene where i was like found there was tension because it was like annie's screaming and like she is like half dead and covered yeah. in blood and you don't know what is going to happen with her and Michael is standing right there and like, she's calling out for her best friend, but she's also like half dead. So she can't really verbalize. Like he is standing here. He is going to kill us. She just can scream. Um, I did think there was like, that was maybe the only scene that was tense for me. That wasn't just like, Oh, a murder is happening. Um, So I did like that, but I still do agree with you both that she shouldn't have been topless. Okay. There you go. Uh, I I absolutely hate the morning dialogue scene. I think it is like some of the shittiest writing I've ever seen in any sort of movie at all. Um, the scene that I you mean the scene, yes, the same family, scene? Okay, yes, yeah. yes, families yeah. do not talk like that. Families do not argue like that. Okay, uh, and I think ever uh, Lori and Annie's attack scene all through to the end is my favorite. Just my favorite. If I if that's that's what I used to put on on the DVD when I'd pop the DVD and I'd go straight there and just like watch yeah. through to the end. It was <laughs> yeah. just so nice for me. So nice. Um. I think I, I told you, Zach, right? Like <laughs> I would get stoned and once Scream 5 when I'm Paramount <sighs> Plus, I would start it from the moment Gail and Sydney walked in. I have watched that last yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes of that movie like a thousand Paramount fucking Plus times. Paramount Plus does not let him watch the movie anymore. It like stops him. 
it, like I feel like it's like I've watched it so much that it just it just buffers Troy when I try to put it on <laughs> it'll just buffer and I'm like this is homophobic and I think it's because somehow I watched it so many times it's like the streaming version of like playing a disc too much yeah yeah <laughs> that was funny. I would get and not even like background like I would get stoned and like put it on and watch it like it was the first time I fucking watched it there was like two months of me doing that so I fully understand that Zach. yeah go. totally um yeah what is everybody else's opinion on 2007 rob zombies halloween are you excited to hear us talk about the next one i don't know whatever questions i have for you throw up a question <laughs> throw up an answer throw something something we're almost done with the franchise and we're almost there we're almost there okay halloween's about to end that's cute <laughs> <laughs> like troy where can everybody find you um, I host a podcast called Beyond the Blinds. Um, you can find us by just searching Beyond the Blinds everywhere. Um, yeah, and I have another podcast called Dunzo. You can also find that by just searching D-U-N-Z-O. Mm-hmm. There you go. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and have a great rest of your weekend. weekend. Bye. Bye.